What's up, guys? It's Josh, and welcome back to the Millennial Frequency Podcast. Uh, it's just going to be me today. Unfortunately, I had some things that I really wanted to talk about, some things that I've been discussing with some friends, some things that I've been going over, some things that have really been heavy on my mind lately, things that I want to share with you. And like I said, when I first started this podcast, I always said that what this is supposed to be is a way for me to express my thoughts and let other people listen to them to start a dialogue with you guys. And that's the sole reason for me doing this. So for today, I got a lot of things I want to talk about, a lot of topics, uh, a ton of them. Uh, I put them in my notes in my phone, so I'm hoping to go over as many of them as I can. Also, uh, I just did it again, but I did realize uh, after listening to some of my other episodes, I have a tendency to say, uh, a lot. So please forgive me. And I'm trying to like, if you can hear me verbally, just kind of like stopping, it's literally because I'm forcing myself to get out of the habit of saying, uh, so forgive me if I do it a lot. All right. I'm trying to learn as I go again. Uh, I'm new to this whole podcast thing. So I'll just learn as I go. But as I get into talking, I'm just going to rant pretty much just started off but whatever happens happens so let's get into our topic all right let's get into our first topic of today so in case you've been living under a rock you should be privy to the fact that this country is going through a very important pivotal moment right now you know we're going through a huge change there's a whole lot of civil unrest in this country when it comes to the left and the right, when it comes to politics, when it comes to race, when it comes to anything in general, we are seriously really divided and we are in some serious unrest right now. It is fucking insane. If you don't know what's been going on, then one, you need to start watching the news because God damn, like, come on, bro, you that fucking separated? And two, uh, I'll let you know. So, Ever since quarantine has happened, a lot of things have been popping off, like with the death of George Floyd, uh, and then, you know, the the revitalization of Black Lives Matter, which is something that kind of died down a little bit over the years, and now it's larger than it's ever been. The death of Breonna Taylor, the death of Vanessa Gullen, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name right. I think I just butchered it, but whatever. Um and just multiple things that have been going on lately. And I wanted to address some of those because these are things that I feel really strongly about. And it really pisses me off because I feel like us as a country, we've become so fucking stupid. 
We've lost all our sense of reason and rationality and common sense that we literally just spout a bunch of bullshit all fucking day. And it's honestly insane. It is fucking ridiculous. Excuse me, I curse a lot, but hey, I really don't give a shit. This is my podcast. If I'm going to curse, I'm going to curse. Get the fuck over it. But anyway, let's start. So first, I want to start with George Floyd, the elephant in the room, the biggest thing, the main thing that has launched all these other, you know, sub-pro, uh, you know, sub-protests and arguments and all that shit. If you don't know what happened, George Floyd was unjustly killed by about two or three Minneapolis police officers. One of them, I don't know what his name was, I forgot it, but one of them, while they were arresting him, I don't really quite remember what they were arresting him for. Uh, I forgot what it was, but again, it's irrelevant. Well, it's not necessarily irrelevant, it's just for this topic, it's irrelevant because whether or not whatever he was arrested for didn't doesn't shy away from the fact that he was unjustly killed but this police officer proceeded to kneel on his neck while George Floyd spouted that he could not breathe and eventually he suffocated he passed away this 100% was wrong and completely unjust it was fucking murder in any sense of the word no more no less whether it was racially motivated, I don't know. I don't like to toss every situation of police brutality up as racism. Because sometimes we have to remember that sometimes these are just bad fucking cops. That it had nothing to do with race. It was just the fact that these cops were angry, irate, upset, whatever the fuck it was. They didn't have their shit secured and they made a stupid fucking decision. Now, all of these men have been charged, uh, given jail time. Uh, I think one of them posted bail. But as far as I'm concerned, all of these men were charged. The media wasted no time shutting this shit down. When this shit went out, it was on the news in no time. And in about a blink of an eye, these motherfuckers got the hammer dropped down on them and were brought justice. This wasn't one of those situations where there was a big argument and a big protest and we had to fight tooth and nail to get these guys justice. No, the people saw it and they said, hell fucking no, shut this shit down, shut these motherfuckers down. And that is exactly what happened. It took no time. Why do I bring this up? I bring this up because this will also go into all the other topics that I have in my notes here. But I bring this up because I, I've been hearing a lot of things, you know, this, the death of this man made people in America, a lot of people very, very, very emotional. From the black community, we got hate coming from Black Lives Matter. We got the black community now promoting their hate doctrine and finding more and more excuses to be racist themselves and hate white people. Then we have the ones who are rioting and looting and burning shit down in the name of George Floyd and doing violence unto others, all in the name of George Floyd. Then we have those who are actually going about this the right way, which is protesting peacefully, aggressively yet peacefully, but also spreading love and kindness. 
And then we have the racist motherfuckers who thought that the death of George Floyd was the second coming of Jesus and that this is fucking awesome. So many sides, so many opinions, so many worldviews, so much division, and there's so much coming from it. But there are many things that I took from this. When this happened, I looked at the situation and then like any other protest, I looked at the people's reaction to the tragedy. Now me, I believe that fighting violence with violence is the dumbest fucking thing on the fucking planet. Why do you say that, Joshua? I say that because fighting violence with violence doesn't do anything but promote more fucking violence. I say that because when you fight violence with violence, you have a winner and you have a loser. And the losing side is always going to feel like they got cheated or they're being uh, unfairly dealt with. And what are they going to do? They're going to get sad, bitter, and then they're going to eventually cause an uprising or try to fight back, which is just going to lead to a perpetual cycle of violence. The best analogy I can give to this situation is this. Let me ask you a question. Let's say I had a friend. His name was Chad. Let's say his name was Chad, right? And Chad was like, fuck you, Joshua. I hate you. Now, if I respond with vice versa, fuck you too, Chad. I hate you. What What is that solving? Now we both hate each other. What does that do? Like, seriously, ask yourself that. What the fuck does that do? Legit, how is fighting hate with hate and violence and violence stop violence? It makes no sense to me. And I find it insane that the same people who are all over social media absolutely promoting the riots and the looting. First of all, all the rioters and looters did because unfortunately we're not dealing with this anymore. It's died down. But all these motherfuckers did was tarnish his name legit all i see all over social media is rioters and looters tearing down their old communities being extremely racist being extremely hateful and just being fucking menaces to society this isn't protest this is anarchy and if you don't know what anarchy does all anarchy does is create a power vacuum you don't want a fucking power vacuum that's why it's important for us to have governments, because when you don't have a government, people run buck wild. And if you think I'm capping, look at Iraq and Afghanistan. Them motherfuckers do practically whatever the fuck they want, because in the outskirts, there's like little to no government. So because of that, people do all kinds of shit and no one can really do anything about it. There's no regulation. When you don't have a government, there's no regulation and people run wild. And I hate the motherfuckers who think that having no government and no laws is a fucking utopia. If you honestly believe that, please break your phone, break your TV, and just stop talking to people because you clearly don't know what you're talking about. I mean that seriously. How does fighting hate with hate rioting and looting solve the fucking situation 
all you're doing is making our cause look disingenuous and you're making us lose our credibility. For the ones who are going out in the streets and practicing their First Amendment rights and spreading love and spreading kindness, but also being very aggressive about the situation, that is what we needed to see. And that is what incited change. No, I'm sorry, but your rioting and looting did nothing. All it did was get news media coverage and have motherfuckers think that you were a fucking animal. That's what I that's what I'm getting tired of from the black community. You know, we love the bitch and moan about stereotypes and things that are being said and things that we don't like. Yet we perpetuate and feed into the stereotype. If you don't like the stereotype that we're animals and monkeys and all this other mean and hateful shit, then why do you go out and act exactly like that? Why is your first response to the deaths of George Floyd to rob, loot, and burn shit? You honestly think that the people who are doing shit like that are doing it because they give a fuck? No, they just want to rob, loot, and destroy shit. Please tell me how somebody breaking into a fucking, uh, 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 um, a Foot Locker or a Kicks USA or a fucking, what was that, or a flight club. Please explain to me how somebody breaking into a flight club and stealing $2,000 worth of sneakers is doing it in the name of George Floyd. You wearing them fucking weatherman phone pauses in his name? When you walk down the street in them All-Star 6s or them OVO 12s, you doing that in his name? No. You just realize that because of his death, people think it's a fucking free-for-all and go wild. That's all it is. And I'm tired of the motherfuckers thinking that the people who are rioting and looting and burning shit down are doing this because they give a fuck. No, they just want to destroy shit. That's all it is. Because for the people who really give a fuck, they're marching, they're, they're, they're protesting, and they're spreading love, they're spreading kindness, and they're letting people know what's really, what's really us. They're letting people know what's up. That's what it is. Then I want to break off into my topic of the realities of Black Lives Matter. We really need to seriously reevaluate what the fuck it's for. Because all I'm seeing, the majority of what I'm seeing, is people using BLM to promote their hate doctrine. It is incredibly, incredibly hypocritical. I'm sorry, but I don't have the capacity to hate. The whole premise of Black Lives Matter and One Love, as people love to say, is seeing people from more than just skin color and race and having equality and understanding that we're just people. That's all it's about. But if that's what you claim to promote, then why do you continue to spread hate? This goes back to what I was saying. How is fighting Hate racism is literally just hate, right? So how is fighting hate with hate changing anything? If you say fuck you, Josh, and I say fuck you back, are you gonna say, oh wow, man? So it's fuck me, right? Okay, so we're solving the problem. No, it doesn't solve anything. We really need to reevaluate what BLM is for. Black Lives Matter should be an equality thing. It should be a movement that promotes the prosperity and equality for African Americans and black people. That's what it should be for. 
It should be something that helps us, a community, our race, strive to be better, to do better, to love harder, and to be seen as equals amongst people who don't look like us. But instead of doing that, we spout hateful fucking chants like pigs in a blanket, like pigs in a ba- uh, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. And, and say fuck white people and I can't wait to kill white people all types of crazy fucked up shit and we never talk about how that's racist in and of itself how come we never talk about that shit how do we not see the incredible hypocrisy among the people in the movement and what's crazy is that the same people who sit here all over social media and all out in public literally running around with their BLM flag are the same motherfuckers who worship Martin Luther King Jr. as a fucking god. But if you actually followed him, you would have realized that he was not about spreading hate. How can you possibly sit there and praise him for what he did, but then sit on social media and say, we need to riot and loot and burn shit down because being nonviolent doesn't solve anything? What the fuck are you talking about? The entire civil rights movement was nonviolent and we made strides. It's the reason why we are where we are today because of the nonviolent movement. Because he realized that fighting violence with violence doesn't solve anything. Look at Malcolm X. What? How much did Malcolm X really do? It's admirable, yes. And I understand the need to fight and the need to be aggressive and be strong. But there's also strength and not fighting back. Why do you think the Bible says if somebody, I think it says something like, it says turn the other cheek. Why do you think it says that shit? The Bible says that because I think it was Jesus who said that. Yeah, it was Jesus who said that. I'm pretty sure he said that because he understood that if somebody smacks the shit out of you and you smack the shit out of them back, all it's going to do is just get y'all into a fight. That's all it is. But we don't realize that. But we constantly uh, post up and 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 and. Uh, prop up Martin Luther King, but we don't follow his values. So please, if you're one of these people, do me a favor. Stop posting his quotes. Stop talking about how much you support him. Stop saying you're a follower of him. But all you do is disrespect his values and say that his methods didn't work. It's like we're ignorant to history. We need to understand how far we've come as a country and understand that we're getting better. Because the change that we're seeing now is something we would have never seen 10, 5, 15, 20, 30, 50 years ago. We would have never seen this kind of fucking change. We would have never seen this kind of unification. Do you under, like, how are we, we're so upset, so blinded by hate and rage that we don't see that the entire world is outraged. How do you not see how beautiful of a thing that is? I saw protests all across America that were predominantly white. A bunch of people who don't even look like you and who honestly weren't really affected because somebody who looks like them wasn't you know, unjustifiably killed are so fucking pissed off that they are willing to get tear gassed and gassed and maced and hit and pushed by cops and just get shot with rubber bullets all over the place. And it's not even affecting them.
How the fuck can you sit here and say all this hateful shit about Caucasians and people who don't look like you, but here are all these people rallying for you? I don't understand that. It is incredible to me how people actually do this shit. It is honestly sad and it's sickening. Hop off your high horse and notice the change that is going on around you. We have come such, such a long way. I was talking to one of my teachers, Mr. Umrican, and he says that this is a very pivotal moment for America. And he wasn't capping because it was. They are on our side now. The majority of the country, the world, hell, the fucking world is on our side. That whole Blackout Tuesday shit, I saw everybody posting that shit. And I know some people will say, well, they're just doing it for business and they don't really give a fuck. And yeah, that may be true. But ask yourself, years ago, years ago with Mike Brown and, and uh, 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 what was Mike Brown and, uh, I think Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, Mike Brown and fucking, uh, excuse me, Mike Brown and Eric Gardner. When they passed away and we did our protests and we did our things on social media, did you see any of these companies, any of these white people, any of these people really promoting that? No. So, yeah, it may be a good business decision, but it was a good business decision back then, and they didn't do it. But now they are doing it. I'm seeing guitar companies like Gibson, Fender, fucking Sire, you know, uh, 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 Schecter, all these companies do Blackout Tuesday. I follow a lot of guitarists and musicians and all on it. And they're mostly white. And all of their, all of their Instagram feeds was black, 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 black. The bands that I follow, Limp Bizkit, uh, fucking Limp Bizkit, you know, Green Day. Animals as leaders, all these other bands posted Blackout Tuesday. White bands, white guys posted it. Had no reason to gain nothing from it, but did it anyway. And you're telling me that we're just as bad as we were before? No, we've gotten better, and we need to start. We need to start realizing that. Please stop bitching for one second and realize how much change has been happening around you and how much better we've come. We've taken, we're taking baby steps, but we're making change. And I'm so sick of people ignoring that just so they can continue to perpetuate their hate doctrine. Cut that shit out. I'm sorry, but if you're hateful and racist against people who don't look like you just because they're white, you are part of the problem. Because if that's the case, all I get, let's say hypothetically, right, as they say, all white people do is put us in a box and say we're all like this and we all act like that. And we're this, that, and the third. We're, we're, we're niggers and, and we're monkeys and we're animals and, you know, we're broke and we're ratcheting ghetto and all this other shit right they put us all into a box based on the actions of a couple bad apples yet when a few bad apples and i mean those cops unjustifiably kill a black man we throw all white people into a box and say all of you are racist all of you are all of you are bigots all of you are white supremacists all of you are KKK. If you're white, you hate black people. Like, we're literally doing exactly what they do. That's literally the hypocrisy that I'm talking about. It is fucking insane. 
How do you not notice that you're doing exactly what they do? And for the people who say, well, all cops are bad, you are incredibly stupid. There are probably hundreds of thousands. I know I'm willing to bet there are hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of cops all around America. You telling me the majority or all of them are all unjust and all racist? You telling me every single one of them or the majority are like those four cops? Are you telling me that's honestly what it is? Because if it was, we would be and we would be in so much trouble as a race. If it really was the majority, this shit would be happening way more often than what it already does. I'm sorry, it's not the majority. It's not. And I'm not saying that because it's not the majority that we need to act like it's not a thing. No, trust me. It shouldn't be any of it. And even if the minority is doing fucked up shit like that, we should still, you know, uh, excuse me. We should still hop on top of it. But at the same time, it's really fucked up for us to talk about how we all get put in a box. But yet when a couple cops act out, we put all white people in a box and then we put all cops in a box. It is fucking insane. One of my recruiters, a white a white recruiter, his name is Staff Sergeant Hall. One of my men, I respect that man. Have so much respect and love for that man. You know, introduced me and put me on to the Marine Corps, reached out to me, and because of him, he helped me find passion and he helped me find drive. He's a recruiter and blue at Bloomfield New Well, he was a recruiter at Bloomfield, New Jersey. He was a recruiter at Bloomfield, New Jersey where predominantly Hispanics and black people came in to talk about the Marine Corps. You know how many black kids and Hispanic kids he helped find a dream, find passion, find a way out, find a way to support their families. You know how much he did for the black and Hispanic community simply by just doing his job and being a good recruiter. Yet because of this situation, the most, the least racist man I ever met in my life, the least racist man I ever met in my life. Hell, his girlfriend is black. Right? However, when this shit happened with George Floyd, excuse me if I'm butchering his name, his name is kind of a tongue twister, but when this shit happened with his death, a bunch of people raided his DMs being nasty, mean, disrespectful, calling him a racist, like all kinds of fucked up shit. Never said nothing like that, but all because he's white, all because he's white, they attack him. You must be a racist. You must be a white supremacist. You must be this, that, and the third. What the fuck is wrong with people? We're literally doing what they do to us. How do we not see this? How do we not see this? How can we not notice this? We do exactly what they do to us. They put us in a box, which is basically all racism is, and we do the fucking same. Stop it. Cut it out. Cut the hypocrisy out. Okay? When I was watching all this shit on social media, I saw plenty of black. I saw this one guy. Uh, I wish I could pull up the video for you, but it was this one guy, and he went up to a blockade of cops, you know, stopping protests from going any farther because, you know, you, you can protest, but we can't have you go beyond this point. We got to keep the peace. And he went up to that. He went up to one of those cops and he hugged him. 
And he told him, I understand. It's not you. It ain't you. He ain't do nothing wrong. And when one of the protesters said, fuck you, how could you possibly hug that man? He defended the cop because he realized he ain't killed George Floyd. How's he a racist? He's not a racist. He's not a white supremacist. That's what it is. Smart enough to realize that it isn't autumn and smart enough to spread love. Because all I saw from all the other cops in his little squad was smiles. That's all I saw. Even the cops are on our side. The same police precinct where the killer of George Floyd came from, when his when George Floyd's hearse came down, all the cops and the chief of police knelt. You don't get it? How do you not see it? Like, what do you think spreading hate is going to solve? And with that being said, it moves into my next topic, right? To talk about what I've been hearing. So, George Floyd has died down lately. Um, That might have been a poor choice of words, but the situation has kind of mellowed out. I'm not really hearing too much about it, right? Justice has been served. People are more or less over it. Now, people are on Breonna Taylor, if you don't know what happened to Breonna Taylor, cops were trying to shut down a narcotics movement thing. Uh, I don't really know what to call it. And basically, in the article that I'm looking at right now, they were executing a search warrant. Here, here, here you go. Uh, what happened in Louisville? Shortly after midnight on March 13th, Louisville police officers executing a search warrant used a battering ram to enter the apartment of Rihanna Taylor, a 26-year-old African-American emergency room technician. Mrs. Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, had been in bed but got up when they heard a loud banging. After a brief exchange, Mr. Walker fired his gun and the police also fired several shots. One of those shots or a couple of those shots hit Miss Taylor. By the way, this search warrant was a uh, a non uh, I'm trying to find a name for it, but uh, basically, the police have been investigating two men who they believed were selling drugs out of a house that was far from Mrs. Taylor's home. But a judge had also signed a warrant allowing the police to search Miss Taylor's residence because the police said they believed that one of the two men had used her apartment to receive packages. Understandable. They, like, should the cops not shut down shit like this? Because I know a lot of people who I'm seeing on social media talk about this and be outraged over this say, well, why were they uh, looking for narcotics in the first place? Which I'll get into that in a second, but let's continue reading the article, right? The judge's order was a so-called no-knock warrant, which allowed the police to enter without warning or without identifying themselves as law enforcement, as law enforcement, excuse me. They are allowed to do that. I know it sounds a bit fucked up. I know it sounds a bit ridiculous, but they are allowed to do that. Okay? You are allowed to raid somebody's home without letting them know what's going on. If there's some fishy shit going on, they are allowed to crack down on shit like that. Now, I'm a bit in the gray with that. I don't really know how to feel about cops not identifying themselves and just absolutely, you know, raw dogging the shit out of your house and just entering that shit. 
you know, kind of like room clearing. It can be a bit violent. It could be a bit shocking. It could be a bit traumatic, especially if children are, you know, a part of that um, breach. But, you know, that's just the way shit is. So it is what it is. Anyway, no drugs were found in the apartment, a lawyer for Mr. Walker said. Mrs. Taylor's mother, Tamika Palmer, said, well, it's just saying her dolls had, a, your daughter had genes of being a, uh, EMT, lifelong career, she was a good girl, you know, all that typical stuff. She had a head on straight, and that may be true. The Louisville police said they only fired inside Mrs. Taylor's home after they were first fired upon by Kenneth Walker, Mrs. Taylor's boyfriend. Let's just take a moment for it. Now, listen, before I hear anyone get upset and say that I'm fucked up and insensitive and I'm a coon or whatever, which is another thing that I hate about the black community. Like, it's like we're a part of a fucking hive mind. And if you're black and you don't agree exactly with what the rest of the community is saying, you're an Uncle Tom. You're an Uncle Sam. You're a coon. You're this, that, and the third. Like, literally, we literally put down and destroy anybody who's black who doesn't 100% agree with us. It's fucking ridiculous. We don't even support our own people who may have different views with them, with us. No, we tear them down and we disrespect them and we try to get them canceled. It's sad. It's honestly sad. We tear down our own people. I don't know why we do that. We got to start having our own opinions and stop just being a part of the goddamn hive mind. Please, people. I see this so much in social media. Nobody's making their own opinions. No one's drawing their own conclusions. People are just hearing whatever's the most popular and it's just spouting it whether or not they believe it's whether or not they truly believe it. Please read, educate yourself. Read about it, look more into the situation, and draw your own conclusion from it. Stop just going with whatever the fuck everyone else is saying. Because sometimes what everyone else is saying isn't exactly true. Cut it out. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so... The Louisville police said they only fired inside Mrs. Taylor's home after they were first fired upon by Kenneth Walker, Mrs. Taylor's boyfriend. Uh, it says a lot that her boyfriend had a gun. Ain't nothing really wrong with holding a firearm, but that's something to think about. Uh, they said that Mr. Walker wounded one of the officers who was hit in the leg, but it was expected to make a full recovery. Mr. Walker was subsequently charged with attempted murder of a police officer, and though the charge was dismissed in May. Okay, the charge was dismissed in May. So for any of you bitching, he got off. He, he's off the hook. All right, so let's kill, chill out for a second. The police also assert that despite having a no-knock warrant, they knocked several times and identified themselves as police officers with a warrant before entering the apartment. Mrs. Walker and Mr. Walker, Mrs. Excuse me, Mr. Walker and Mrs. Taylor said that they heard aggressive banging at the door and asked who it was, but they did not hear an announcement that it was the police. The police said that the officers forced entry into the exterior door and were immediately met with gunfire the officers returned fire the police said okay so a lot of people are saying well i'm hearing a lot of people say who actually read up on the situation are saying that um that the cop that they never that they didn't knock 
and they never identified themselves. So you can't blame Mr. Taylor for firing a shot. Okay. Well, that's he said, she said, because the cops said that they did do it. We need to stop just going with whatever the fuck we want to hear. This article never confirmed what was true. The cops said one thing. They said another. It's he said, she said. But what I'm hearing most people say is they never identified themselves and they just entered. But the article said that the cops said that they did knock several times and identify themselves. So who the fuck are we supposed to believe? We don't know who to believe. But what are most people doing? They're saying, oh, well, the cops never say anything. You don't know that. Again, it just goes into people spouting whatever the hell fits their narrative instead of actually presenting facts and proof and evidence. People just say whatever the hell makes their argument look good. You have no idea if they identified themselves or not. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. We don't know who's lying. So we can't say for sure. We can't draw a conclusion because we don't have any actual substantial evidence that says, okay, the cops actually did knock several times and say that, hey, it's the police motherfucker. We're coming in. Or they or the cops never identified themselves and they just aggressively banged on the door even after they reasonably asked, hey, who the hell is knocking on the door like that? All right. So we need to take that into consideration before drawing a conclusion. Also, understand, I want to, so in case you didn't listen to what I said, I literally just said that the cops had a no-knock warrant because they wanted to see if there were narcotics in her house. Somebody in that neighborhood was dealing narcotics and they went in the vicinity and said, let's raid a bunch of these houses so we, because we have a belief we have, I don't want to say benefit of doubt, we have a bit of a hunch that one of these guys who are selling narcotics do it from her house, okay? So that's one. Now that we have that, let's also talk about how, let me ask you this. So they have a no-knock warrant. They aggressively bang on the door. You're the person. So let's say you're a cop. Put yourself in their shoes. So you're a cop. You're about to raid this house. You're trying to you're trying to g gain entry into this house by breaching. Right. Somebody on the other side of the door says, who is it? Let's just say they didn't respond. Right. Let's just say they didn't identify themselves as police. So if you're raiding a house. And you're trying to get in. And somebody asks, who are you? And you don't say anything. And they proceed to fire a shot. What is your first reaction? Run away? Keep on banging at the door so they can continue firing shots? Or what most people would do, light that shit up. If you're being honest, you probably should have said what you should have said is, Oh, if I was trying to gain entry to a door and someone fired a shot at me, my first instinct would have been to light it up. Light that door up. Light them niggas up. Light it up. Fire. Open fire. If you say anything else, you're either a coward or you're a liar. 
Because literally anybody else in that situation would have immediately responded with a return of gunfire after being shot at. Now, does it suck that Breonna Taylor died from it? Yes, absolutely. It is tragic, okay? It sucks that she took, because if anybody should have gotten shot and got killed, although this might sound a bit fucked up to say, it should have been, um, excuse me, I'm trying to find, it should have been, it, what, what the hell is his name? It should have been, Miss. it should have been Kenneth Walker. It should have been Mr. Walker. That's who should have been hurt in this situation. He's the one that fired the shot. He's the one that should have got hit. But unfortunately, due to circumstances and uh, people you need to under know, you need to understand this is just how it works. This is how gunfire is. This is how firefights work. Sometimes there's collateral damage. Sometimes people get caught in a crossfire. It's tragic. Unfortunately, it sucks that she passed away. But we need to stop saying that she was just unjustifiably killed. No. There was justification for why she was killed. While I'm sure they weren't going for her specifically, I can understand why they opened fire. Okay? Now, what should be happened? Now, what should happen after this? I don't know. But when people say justice for Breonna Taylor, what is the proper justice in this situation? Let's ask ourselves that. What is proper justice? Okay? Cops were raiding, doing a narcotics raid. Somebody said, who the hell is banging at the door? And let's say they didn't respond. Again, we're doing hypotheticals. I'm playing, devil, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Let's just say they didn't identify themselves. After not identifying yourself, after being asked to identify yourself, they fire a shot. And they're honest and honestly reasonable and understandably justifiable reaction to being fired upon is to shoot back which is what any normal person would have done in this situation what do we do do we fire the police officer i don't think we should do that because honestly in this situation while there was collateral damage. Maybe they should get suspended for a little bit. Maybe they should go through a little bit more training. Maybe they should get talked to. But what is justice in this situation? I don't think they should go to jail. You were fired upon. Why wouldn't you fire back? I don't think they should go to jail for this at all. So we're left with the question is, what is proper justice in this situation? Because honestly, I don't quite know what it is. But I know most people, justice for these police officers is either extreme jail time, being fired, being canceled, or death. None of which are honestly sufficient in this situation. It's really, really unreasonable punishment. Because their actions were justified. You were fired upon. You should fire back. It sucks that she passed away. I'm sorry. I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. But this wasn't just some senseless killing by the hands of cops who had nothing else better to do but to light up a door of an African-American home. 
No, these were cops who were probably just going to breach the door and then just arrest everyone. Sure, a couple people would have been punched in the process and that would have been wrong. That's just how these raids go. But they probably just would have been handcuffed. And after they found out, hopefully after they found out that there were no narcotics in it, which like the article said, there were no narcotics. After they found out there were no narcotics in this household, they would have just let them go. Well, yes, that would have been a bit of a harrowing and traumatic moment for them. Nobody would have died. But again, this, this is just the nature of, you know, trying to stop the cell and uh, spread of narcotics. This is just what happens. I don't. It's a bit violent. It's a bit much. But hey, the ends justify the means. But I digress. You know, I don't think that these cops did anything wrong you were fired upon shit if i was in that situation and i was trying to gain entry to a household and someone decided to light me up i'm gonna light them up back that's anybody's reaction please explain to me if you were in a gunfight and someone shot at you where you would just not shoot back oh, i'm being shot at just not gonna shoot back just gonna run no you would shoot back like what like, I don't understand that. Please, people, use common sense, be reasonable, re be rational, and stop just spouting whatever the hell social media says. No one's drawing their own conclusions. Everyone's just saying whatever makes them look good. All these social media activists is really starting to piss me off. Because, honestly, it's one, it's for clout. Two, these people really don't give a fuck that much. And three, you're not really helping. If you really cared that much, you would go out into your community and you would start acting change. You would start enacting change. Please explain to me how posting a bunch of shit on social media does anything for anybody. You're not doing anything. You resharing a post and then spouting out a hateful comment in your post or making a or making a post and then saying some fucked up shit in the caption isn't doing anything. It isn't. A lot of these people really don't care. You just post what's ever relevant in the moment and whatever makes you look good. And for people who say, well, Josh, you do the same thing. No, I don't. Because literally every time, so first of all, I'm Christian. So me being Christian, I'm automatically and naturally a conservative. No one likes conservatives. This country is getting more and more liberal as the years go by. And conservatives are getting canceled and shut down and ostracized and shamed and, and, and hated on more and more as the years go by. No one likes what I have to say. I literally have the unpopular opinion. The red pill and MGTOW shit that I post, no one fucks with that. Especially not women because it works against women. No one fucks with that. The shit that I post on social media about how all cops aren't bad and how some of these Black Lives Matter activists are extremely hateful and hypocritical and racist themselves, that's not popular. I got people hitting me up in my DMs telling me that I shouldn't exist, calling me a coon, saying they're going to kill me, beat me up, all types of crazy shit, all because I don't share the same opinion as everyone else. Legit. Like, no. I'm not doing it for clout. I don't gain nothing from it because no one fucks with it.
This is all I'm seeing. Right? And then what pissed me off the most today is that I saw uh, the Shade Room posted news recently, which if you didn't notice, the Washington Redskins are changing their name. If you don't know what the Washington Redskins are, it's an NFL football team. It's a franchise. And they're changing their name. That's what they're doing. They're changing their name from the Washington Redskins because people for a while now believe that the team name and logo was extremely racist against Native Americans. Whether or not that was true is neither here nor there. I don't think it was racist, but hey, I don't really give a shit in this situation. What pissed me off wasn't the fact that the name was changed. It was that I saw what I see a lot. When change gets made, when somebody makes a stride to enact change in terms of race and try to end racism in any kind of way the first comment i always see is so we can do this but we can't get justice for brianna taylor what the fuck is wrong with you people seriously what is wrong with you people are you so up on your high horse that you can't enjoy the small victory baby steps people legit it goes back to what i said during the beginning when I started this episode, we get so caught up in what hasn't changed that we can become blinded to the beautiful change that is happening right before our eyes. The Washington Redskins changed their name. How many franchises do that? Franchises don't really change names that often. But the Washington Redskins finally decided to change their name. And instead of enjoying that small victory, the first thing that comes out of your mouth is, so we can do this, but there's no justice for Breonna Taylor. So what are you saying? Do you not like that change is being made to stop, you know, bigotry against uh, people of color? Do you not like that? Like, is that something you don't want? What do you want? Would you rather have justice for Breonna Taylor rather than the name being changed? We're making baby steps as a country. Excuse me if you thought that you were going to wake up this morning and you were going to wake up in a perfectly non-racist utopia where everything is peaches and fucking butterflies and justice is being served to everybody. I'm sorry, but these things take time. When the civil rights movement finally made it to where black people wouldn't get shit every time they hopped on the bus and could sit anywhere you want. Do you think the first thing that came out of their mouth is, oh, so y'all could y'all could make it to where we don't have to sit at the back of the bus, but y'all can't make it to where we can vote? Or whatever injustice, or y'all can't make it to where we can sit in whatever restaurant we want, or y'all can't end segregation. So y'all can make it to where we could sit anywhere we want on the bus, but y'all can't. Like, they didn't say that. I guarantee you they didn't say that. They enjoyed the small victory they had, and they relished in it. And after the smoke died down, they said, okay, on to the next. Learn to enjoy the small victories and stop being such a Debbie Downer. Because all you do is become ignorant to what's really happening right before your very eyes. Please be aware of the change that's happening in this country. And stop saying, so you can do this, but you can't do that. Seriously, I hate that shit. Please stop doing that. Calm down for a second and appreciate the change that is happening. Stop and say, wow, that's nice. We're coming a long way. We changed the name. Okay, that's cool. Now, let's move on to justice for Breonna Taylor. 
okay, that's fine. But saying, so we could do this, but we can't do that. Like, what the fuck? Like, legit, I don't understand that shit. Seriously. Like, that's like, so that's like somebody who, that's like, let's say I was jobless and I was also incredibly out of shape and fat. And then let's say I wanted to enact change. So the first thing I did was decide, okay, I'm going to lose weight first. Then I'm going to get a job. What if somebody said to me, oh, so you can lose weight, but you can't get a job? What? The first thing that would come out your mouth, well, at least I'm trying to lose weight. At least that's a start. Understand the change that's happening before you, please. That's all I'm saying. Please understand that. All right? And... Well, with that being said, I'm going to go into my last topic, which is the black community. Us as a community, we need to do better. We need to do better. We're doing better, but we need to continue to do better. I'm watching my fellow African-Americans get better. I'm honestly seeing us get better, and I'm loving it. I'm starting to see more of us, you know, say no to the stat lifestyle. If you don't know what a stat is, it's a statistic. If you don't know what a statistic is, come on, bro. Read a dictionary. Excuse me. But I'm starting to see more and more of people who look like me say no to the stat lifestyle and start getting jobs, having dreams, having goals, going to school, you know, being loyal, being virtuous men of honor and, and courage and commitment and being having integrity. I'm starting to see more and more of us say no to the bullshit and embrace being a productive member of society. Continue with that. If you want the shit that racist white, let's just say racist white people. Let's No, let's just say racist people. If you want the shit that racist people spout to stop, we have to change the stereotype. We have to flip it on its head and we have to stop feeding into it. Legit. We could complain all we want about stereotypes and what they say to us and how they say we're ghetto and jobless and animals and monkeys and all this other shit. If we want them to stop saying that, we have to stop being that. I'm not saying all of us are like that, but in order for that change to happen as us, as a black, the black community, us, we have to start, we have to change the norm, okay? We have to change the norm. It's up to us. We need to start changing. We need to start being better members of society. We need to start doing other things. We need to stop killing our own people. Legit, we need to cut that shit out because what I'm finding is the same people who talk about equality and the end of bigotry are the same motherfuckers that where are the same motherfuckers who when one of their homies blam at somebody and get incarcerated. The first thing that come out of their mouth is free him. What the fuck do you mean? Free him. I'm tired of hearing that shit. I'm so sick of hearing that shit. I'm so sick of us 
going on social media and talking about us being better as a people. But then when our own people kill our own people or rob and scam people and get caught and arrested for it because it's wrong. The first thing that come out of our mouths is free him, free my man out the jam. He was innocent. He didn't do this. He didn't do this. That and the third or, you know, I want my man out of there. What are you talking about? If we really want our people to do better, then the people who continue to feed into the stereotype, then we need to say, fuck you, stay in jail. Stay in prison. You're a part of the problem. That's just what it is. Okay? I'm tired of seeing our people do, you know, be just menaces to society. You're robbing people. You're shooting your own people. You're taking part in gang-related activity. And then when we get incarcerated for it because it's fucking illegal... The first thing that comes out of our mouths is free him. No, don't free him. He's a part of the problem. Stay incarcerated. Because what you're doing, you're not making us look good. You're not helping us. You're not making the black community look good. You're not helping us do better, be better. You're not helping us prosper. You're not helping us. You're not helping us at all. At all. All you're doing is feeding into the stereotypes that racist people spout. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing. That's all you're doing is adding more to the statistic. That's why we call you a statistic. Because you are the statistic. Why? When are we gonna get when are we gonna get mad at ourselves? When are we gonna stop getting mad at other people and blaming everything else on white people and Caucasians in the government? And when are we gonna start seeing the shit that we do and getting upset at ourselves? When are we gonna say, okay, it's enough, uh, enough is enough from us and start saying it's time for us to cut our bullshit out? When are we gonna do that? Because until we do that, nothing's gonna get better. That's why we made the name statistic. That's why we say stat. Because you are the statistic. Why do you want to continue being the statistic? Why do we praise that shit? Legit. And then for the motherfuckers who say, well, that's just, oh, we're just a product of our environment. That's just our lifestyle. That's just who we are. Okay. So if I went on a killing spree and I said, well, that's just my lifestyle. That's just who I am. Would you accept that? No. You would say, hey, you psychotic motherfucker. You need to be put in prison or put to death. But when I see black men or black women in some cases go around scamming, robbing, taking part in gang-related activity, got no job, got no goals for themselves, don't want to do nothing but just smoke weed all day and rob people and just be uh, just harass people and kill people and just be a menace to society. It, 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 it's fucking, oh yeah, my boy tough, he tough, oh yeah, free him, oh yeah, that's just who he is, that's just how he is, like, what is this backwards shit that we, what is this backwards society that we live in, where we literally just make excuses for people who do that shit, how do you not see that he's literally just being a part of the problem, get him out of here, he's not helping you, he's not doing anything for us, all he's doing is making us look bad, so it's us as a black community. We need to start weeding those people out and telling them motherfuckers, yo, you got to go. Like, if that's how you want to act, then we don't want you. That's how we need to be. But we don't do that. We never do that. 
And that's the fucking issue. We need to stop that shit. Legit. People, we got to get better. Us as a black us as us as black people, we need to get better. It's time for us to do better and it's time for us to stop being hypocritical. It's time for us to start being the fucking example of what it's like to be an American, a productive American, a productive member of society. We need to be, when immigrants come across to this country, we need to be the example. We want them to look at us and look at us, the black community, and be like, yeah, those are Americans. Those are good people. Those, that's how we need to act. That's how we need to conduct ourselves. We need to conduct ourselves in a high manner and we need to be the example that's what we need to be while everybody else in this country are going crazy and acting stupid and being fucking ignoramuses we need to start leading by example we need to start taking care of our kids getting jobs giving back to the communities educating ourselves you know disciplining our children being men of virtue, being men and women of virtue, having integrity, you know, uplifting and building our communities. We need to start going into political fields and enacting, you know, helpful, useful laws that help people. That's what we need to do. And we need to start soliciting positive change. When we start leading by example, that's when all this racism and bigotry shit will start dying down and eventually stop. When they start to see that, hey, this shit isn't true anymore. When we start being the example, when we start being exemplary Americans, that's when we need to start seeing shit. 